This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta from the festivity laden month. We have uh, we are recording this on the 6th of October Thursday at 3 in the afternoon. Yesterday was Dasera. It is also Pujo week. It is also Dandiya week. which has been in news and then there's diwali and the the diwali is still some distance away so this is <laughs> the week away. where many people are celebrating many festivals across the country some of them are doing it by beating up people of other religions but apparently that is all in the spirit of festivities we shall discuss that in the headlines later but before we get into the headlines and the introduction of a guest would just like to remind everybody take the festival season to be a little contemplative and reflective of all your actions what you are doing to contribute to the world in goodness and is subscription to news laundry one of those things <laughs> if not please add it because we need your subscriptions like i have said for too long now they are not only plateauing but last two months many of you have either forgotten to or because of the burdened expenses of the festival month have not subscribed we need to expand and grow not shrink So I urge you to subscribe go on to newsland.com click on the subscribe button and pay to keep news free because as you know we don't take any ads from governments or corporations especially since corporations these are funding shows that are outright endorsing violence and vigilante justice which we shall also discuss but let's get you the guests first joining us on the panel in the studio today are Mehraj Lone and Manisha Pandey hi hello joining us on the phone line is RK Mishra hello Mr Mishra Hi, how are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, Mr. Mishra is a senior journalist. He's a political commentator. Uh, he's from Gujarat. Uh, he's got an experience of over five decades, so that's a really long experience as a journalist. Uh, much of it on the ground, actually. Uh, two decades he was with the Times of India, uh, the Pioneer, and later he was handling the Gujarat State for Outlook magazine, Free Press Journal. Uh, he has also worked for the Sakal Times and Associated Press. He has been a specialist on Gujarat for ABP, that is Anand Bazar Patrika and BBC Radio. RK, as he is called, is a columnist for Deccan Herald, Orissa Post, National Herald, Lokmat Times, and Inadu. Mm. So, thank you for taking the time and joining us, Mr. Mishra. Pleasure. Uh, also joining us later on in the show will be Paul Uman, but we will come to that later. Let's get the headlines and then get into the discussion. How? common or uncommon is this kind of banning of muslims into garba and i saw a really sad picture actually uh, someone put on twitter of his little daughter who was all dressed up ready to go to garba and he said i don't have the heart to tell her that this year we won't be going because i'm They're scared they're asking for our passports yeah ask for our passports yeah. so what what has the deal been and how has it changed in gujarat rk see what what you uh, looking at or reacting to is an incident which has taken place or incidents which take place over time and uh, figure in the media but there is a lot more which goes on behind the scenes and for a person like me sitting out here who's who's been watching the sequence of events over such a long period of time my question is why not because Mr Narendra Modi came to power in Gujarat and consolidated it first in 2002 through one 
a communal riot in which over a thousand people lost their lives statewide. Number two, a yatra, a Gujarat Gaurav yatra thereafter, which consolidated this polarization and fetched them fabulous results. 121 seats, which was incidentally also the highest point of his political career in terms of seats in Gujarat. So if it works and it gets you such rich dividends, which being in quotes, then the replication of that experiment, which is a surefire successful formula, is bound to take place. People used to start walking at a particular time uh, to Ambaji, which, which is a, an important religious, Hindu religious place. Initially, it was a trickle in the 90s, early 90s, when I came back as the pioneer special correspondent here. It was a trickle. Over the years, it became a torrent. Now, how did that happen? It happened because there was a lot of backroom engineering, a very innocuous setup in residential society would be what was called a pagpara sang. Pagpara means, pag means walking in Gujarati. Hmm. The residents of a particular society got together and they said, okay, let us go, we'll walk down. And um, along the way, village panchayats, trade bodies, business organizations would take care of you. There would be resting places and things like that. And there would be hot water if you wanted to have a bath. Uh, there would be chambers of commerce uh, distributing fruits and things like that all along the way as you walk down. Now, this innocent Pagpalasang were backed by the VHP. So this is how you, uh, you know, the um, dominant religious scenarios started emerging, started being built. Then gradually over, over the years, villages, outside villages, a board came up. So right at the first time when the Indore case came, where none of the newspapers, none of the media had any version of the accused. We didn't know what those boys were taken in jail for. You had everyone, all channels and Aban, uh, you know, uh, my colleague on the desk has done a very good piece on it. I mean, wild stuff being said across television news channels that, tacky tickers like and stuff like that. So that kind of justification that it's okay to stop men, it's okay to check their IDs, it's okay to just accost anyone and you know, and taking Bajrangdal's accusation at face values of all the people, you know what they're up to. But I mean, it, how far we've come, even our former colleague here, Anand Ranganathan, I saw the kind of stuff he's justifying on, on uh, it's yeah, I'm today. People are saying stuff that you could never have dreamed of. And one ago. very important thing in the NDTV report that I was talking about, the girl, uh, the uh, the reporter, the woman, she goes and speaks to the Garba organizers, three of them Hindus. And they all come on record to say that Bajrang Dal guys created problems here. You know, everyone comes. We don't have a problem. We Muslims also them. come. They celebrate. They click pictures, whatever. We have not complained. And it is these guys. And when we went to the police saying that Bajrang Dal guys are creating a ruckus, they said that state ke hai, we can't do much. Mm. So it's very clear, at least in Indore's case, what has happened. So this uh, incident, I think it needs to be seen in a larger context 
in the sense that the situation that has been engineered in this country, especially over the last six, seven, eight years, going back, but especially in the last six, seven, eight years, is that if you are a Muslim, you're fair game. Your very identity, your very being is a criminal act. It doesn't mean if you've done anything or not. So in that context, this is a very small incident. At least these guys were lucky enough they weren't killed. They were just beaten up and then went away. People have been killed, lynched for no reason other than being Muslims. Their homes are being destroyed for no reason other than they are Muslims practically. They're stopped from practicing their food habits. Their livelihoods have been taken away for no other reason because they are Muslims. And why that's happening is because, I mean, there are multiple reasons for that. But the main two reasons are one is the increasing through this engineering, the increasing radicalization of the the majority community and the increasing cultural insecurity and more importantly, the masculine insecurity that's kind of seeped in. So when these TV anchors, when these politicians, when they make these statements, they're coming, this is love jihad, this is garba jihad, this, it reflects that anxiety, it reflects that cultural and masculine insecurity. And the reasons for that in turn are, I mean, there are multiple reasons, but one of the main reasons is, one, this engineering, which has been like politically done, this whole historical victimhood, hmm. Mughals, temples hmm. being destroyed, this and that. The other is more immediate. It's the like the economic in insecurity that's seeped in, in the majority of the population. Because if you remember only about 20, 25 years ago, India was supposed to be on the cusp of greatness. Hmm. Jobs were going to be everywhere, right? That has not come about. What has come about is this in obscene inequality which stares you in the face. We, we've had a very bad bag in 1969 hmm. when he thought I was the chief minister. But there was no element of the state's involvement in it. What happened thereafter in the recent times over this thing where Supreme Court had to intervene, everything is, has happened, a lot of things have happened, is that it is not just about the minorities. Minorities are, for the moment, a, uh, let us say, a pretext for polarization and of fear. And is, is R.B. Shri Kumar a, a, a Muslim? He's a devout Brahmin. Hmm. Uh, is, uh, for that matter, uh, Satish Varma, of a lot of people who, who have been uh, sucked into the vortex of a lot of problems. So the, the, the problem is larger. And these things, what you are seeing, are manifestations fitting into all, all this larger canvas for a particular purpose. Today, now, if you say, that it's the minorities who will be targeted. It, it goes to a fact where, where last um, Diwali, uh, in, in, a, in a Hindu area, uh, um, Diwali ke crackers were being sold on, on these street carts. And suddenly, uh, people from some organization come, Lakshmi cracker, why are you selling this? Wow. Right. And finally, it was like a couple of months ago that he said, I'm going to start my own national party. That's when probably he realized that there are not too many takers for his non-Congress, non-BJP front. And that's when he really started hitting out at the BJP. A full-out attack at the BJP was his um, the beginning of the metamorphosis of PRS to BRS. And then he hired Prashant Kishore for his campaign. And finally, now, 
we are seeing that he has announced that it has uh, TRS has transformed into BRS Bharat Rashtra Samiti. But like you said, on paper this has happened. A lot of technicalities is involved today. We uh, we know the planning commission chairman has gone to Delhi. He submitted a representation to the election commission. A lot of technicalities involved about how and whether the election commission will recognize them as a national party. Um, that we'll have to wait and watch because he has multiple plans ahead. So linguistic identity is the fountainhead of most of these parties. As the Marathi Manus, you know, even Periyar's entire Justice Party movement was very. While it was like the BSPs, you know, anti Dalit, but it was very anti Brahmin. Anti Brahmin, sorry, it was very uh, you know Tamil Nadu focused. Ethnocentric. Yeah, it was very ethnocentric. Correct. So, or even AGP that Assam Gana Parishad, you know, where there was a time I remember when I was probably a student, Prafulla Mohanta was a superstar. He was this rising star of Indian politics, and then suddenly AGP is nothing or nowhere. Whereas what a party like um congress has or bjp has is the fountainhead of their ideology whether it is even for name sake is something that is not you know uh, it's not linguistic or ethnocentric in that sense like congress is the freedom struggle it is a india thing which is why even aap has an upper hand it has a presence in gujarat it can because it is not that we were not it was not a delhi walon ki party ki punjabi bolne wale hain ya tamil bolne wale hain ya malayalam bolne wale hain and i think that makes it very difficult and i think that's going to be true for trs as well to grow beyond that because what is it that you're coming with shivsena tried for the longest time when bal thakre was a real superstar for many hindus in the north ha huh? they loved him because he was the most aggressive at that time the bjp was also quite meek in their anti muslim rhetoric but even then when they tried to set up an office in delhi and actually make anything of it no one was interested because the marathi manus was there central so uh, uh, manisha miraj what do you think is the future and if there is a future for a party which is so far in the state which one would that be like i'd say bsp had the best chance bsp could have been a serious national party but their leadership the current one was never interested in anything except their own you know palaces etc yeah we offer some concrete things we are not interested in this whole secularism hindutva thing we'll give you sadak bijli pani that's our thing and vote for us that applies to people everywhere like every people need that same with the bjp's ideology for example in a in case of chandrashekar kesiar what does he offer beyond telangana Hmm. If he offers something, people might vote. And if he has an organizational presence, because the way elections work in this country is not so much for maybe parliamentary elections, but especially like assembly elections, and that's where you build the base for the parliamentary election. Is people usually vote for the local candidate, and based on a whole lot of calculations, they're they're related to them. They expect some material benefit from them. He's from your caste. He's from your community. You know him. You know people who work for him. That kind of a thing. So you need either need that organizational setup. You need this overarching ideology which can compensate for lack of that organizational setup, or you need some kind of a common ground, like in the case of Ab. He also gave away checks to people. um um soldiers who had laid down their lives during the war so these are the kind of efforts that he's taking but i don't know how much it's going to uh, resonate with the people in fact in telangana as well a lot of people are angry that he chose to drop the telangana out of the 
TRS party, which is mm. the very link that they um, they resonated to, or they felt that TRS is a the party for the people of Telangana. And all of a sudden, when he decided to drop the Telangana out of it and make it Bharat Rashtra Samiti, they are actually confused because we have a by-election that's coming up. So will it be TRS? Will it be BRS on paper? Uh, will BRS be recognized? So several questions in the minds of the voters. But at now, uh, at present, I can tell you that Telangana will be concentrating in the bordering areas of Telangana, which is the Karna- uh, the Maharashtra belt, which is neighboring Telangana, and also the Karnataka belt. So his main focus will be on the Telugu, Kannada, Marathi, and the Lombardi communities in these areas. He also, as a prelude to this, he had increased the ST reservation in the state from 6% to 10%. A government order was released last week. So all these are in sync. And he, of course, has AIMIM, Asaduddin Ovesi, as his friendly party in, TR, uh, in Telangana. Ah, so I think he'll also okay. cash in on that because MIM has a considerable uh, presence in Nanded, Aurangabad, Central Mumbai as well. So and he is, probably, I mean, and, and he pulls, he gets the crowds at least even in the Hindi heartland, even if it doesn't translate to votes, but people do come to uh, you know, listen to him at least. So if they're that's friendly, so that's interesting. He can speak in uh, Hindi. Hindi and English, which Chandrababu Naidu couldn't. Even mm. he had similar plans, but um, the language is KCR strength. He can speak in Hindi, he can speak in Telugu, he can speak in English. So he thinks he can make a better uh, representation, not just for the people of Telangana, but also across. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. 